Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We are together. The family's all back together. The team is together, whatever you want to call it, on this Sunday morning. 21st day of August, we say to you, God morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Cartersville. Oh, Cartersville. Cartersville. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Purple Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, I up that way. Yeah, man. That was my nickname in high school. Was it? No, yeah. The Purple right. Hurricane. That was you? Yeah, that was me. Wow. Didn't nobody, it didn't stick, but you know, I tried to push <laughs> you it on. You tried. There. I tried to push it on, folks. <laughs> you ever give yourself a nickname before you found out you ain't supposed to give yourself a nickname? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's something that, that relatives usually do to you. Oh, man. Relatives usually put that nickname oh. on you, and, and you can't outrun it because anytime you go around them, that's what you're going to hear. The minute they get out of the car. <laughs> so yeah, man. You, 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 I had one, one of them. Once, once the relatives do that to you, you're doomed. I had one of them. I had an Uncle Bill that used to come over every. Um, it was like a sorority sister of my mother's, and um, they were they were Deltas, and they would come over. They were the folks who visited us on New Year's Eve. Okay, and they lived over there by Jesse and them. Je- on the on on the near like where Gumble and Jesse and Obama's got a house over there on the near south side. You know, okay. where, where where some where some black folks got some cash. Okay. Her father was a part of some sort of it wasn't Johnson products, but it, he invented or grandfather invented some kind of hair product for for black folks. Okay, and they had a little bit of something, right? So anyway, they come by, and it was one year I was showing off some clothes I got at Christmas, and this is when you used to buy. <laughs> I can't believe I'm bringing this up. Um, I, we used to shop for me in what was called the Husky. 
section. Okay. You wasn't fat. You wasn't you wasn't thin. They just called them pants that you got husky. Okay. And I was putting on, uh, or I was wearing the pants, and I was showing off. I was so proud. Look at these pants I got, right? And and my aunt Jessie said to my mother, "Where you get them pants from? They look nice. Did you get them from you know the, the Aldens where my father worked the catalog?" And she went, "No, no, no. I got those at Goldblatt's or something in the husky section." Oh. And they bit their tongue not laughing in front of me. Now, I didn't know what was, you know, the joke was then. But ever since then, at that point, the next X amount of years when they come over, hey, Husky, go get me another. <laughs> get me another drink. Hey, Yikes. Husky, get wow. me. I was Husky for a couple of years. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how that kind of thing <laughs> and, just, and it's a relative, too, as you said. They're supposed to have love for you. Right. They couldn't well, see they my... Well, do, they're doing it with love, though. Yeah, they, man. They, but, do, they do it with love. Yeah, but they, they just trying to get my bottom lip poked out. That's what no, was going on. Oh, well, they're going to do that. You know what, though? You got cousins and people like that who love doing that type thing. And I don't care how old you get. Yeah. One of them show up at something. <laughs> that's going to come flying out. And all the people who don't know that now are going to turn their heads and like, what? What? <laughs> 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 Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 game, 92.9 game, uh, dot com. All right, enough about me, Mr. Crenshaw. We missed you, first of all, yesterday. And I have alerted the audience that, um, unfortunately, because of your new duties, that might be the case for a little bit here on Saturday mornings because you have started probably one of the most listened-to Friday night shows in the whole tri-state area. Tri-state and, area. And, and that right. is the high school scoreboard show yes. or as we know H triple S yes last night Friday night was the inaugural show mm-hmm. uh let's start off with the sparks that came off your heel starting on Monday of last week and the things that you know the conversations you had anything you talk about man that was kind of cool as you put this show together because that's always very interesting to me and a new venture for you I I know you did it last year but that second year, you know what you got to do. You know uh, the things you got to get to make better. You know you got to get to these coaches a little bit longer. But then you had coaches that played on like Wednesday and Thursday, as I understand, on the show on Friday. Right. Talk about last week, man. So that was the thing. I mean, and you figure you're going to have some of those people to go into the show, you know, on Friday. Usually we, we try to look at who's got a bye week, who's not playing, and maybe have them, have them come on. Well, we knew there were some coaches who weren't playing Friday night because the Corky Carroll Classic started. Wednesday were games at Johns Creek, and then there were games uh, Thursday um, that they played up at uh, West Forsyth High School. I went up there and watched the games there. And then Friday they played games up at, uh, up at Rome before coming to Mercedes-Benz Stadium yesterday. So we knew that some of those coaches would be available to spend some time with us, talk with us as we get things started. Uh, we did something a little new. I said, why don't we try something different? Why don't we go around the metro? And each community, or each, each county around the area has a publication, has a newspaper. A newspaper right. that keeps an eye on the high school scene in the area. So we started out with Gwinnett Daily Post. We figured we'd, we'd start out with them in Will Hammock, uh, who's long time been the sports, uh, sports writer and uh, uh, leader in the sports department uh, there for the Gwinnett publication and just what's happening around, this, around the, uh, the, uh, the county, who we thought were the teams to watch coming out this season. So it's good we're going to do that. We're probably going to get with our friend John Betnarowski next week. Had a chance to see him yesterday. Yeah, he was on it yesterday morning, yep, but go ahead. What did he say? He had a chance to see him. He said he enjoyed being on with you yesterday morning. He said he waited until he did the show before he headed downtown. He, oh, okay. He said, he said, you know, he said um, I, I waited. I waited. You know, I said, well, I'll, I'll be on with Greg first. Then I'm going to drive into, into town. And he was quite happy. One of the points he continued to make throughout the interview we had with him yesterday was that he enjoyed seeing sunlight. 
during the time yeah. I had him yeah. come on. He That's took what us, he told me. That's what he told me, too. <laughs> he goes, Sam, you know, when he books me, it's, it's kind of dark out. I need one of those little, you know, miner's helmets on with the light and everything so I can see. But, you know, this morning, it's beautiful. I can actually see things outside. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but that was part of the week of getting those things organized. Make sure our, our reporters for the games on Friday night had what they needed, that they had the contact information with the coaches because we want each of them to do a little preview uh, that we get to air in the early segment of uh, of, of the show, show. So all three of them got a chance to get those turned in, uh, make sure they had you know whatever credentials they needed. But then we found out we flipped the switch on our new Twitter page uh, just for Uh-oh. the show, and they and they dropped they dropped uh, they, they dropped the nest, you know. But but still, you know, there was still you know a lot of excitement for it. So we we uh, dropped that one people to make sure and go and check it out when you get a chance because it's brand new. And it's something that we're, we're quite proud of now because I would we, imagine. We, we were happy to do things throughout, you know, the regular 9290 game, you know, feed and whatnot. That was nice, but we have it, and it is at HSS, well, HS Sports, at HS Sports 929. At HS Sports 929. Mm. So we got two S's instead of three. I got it. We can make okay. some, maybe we can make some adjustments here. But we, we, we got at, at HS Sports 929, and, and we just lit this thing, and Friday night people jumped all over it. And so uh, we want people to continue to follow that page, to follow our reporters when they're out at the games on Friday nights. They're going to be constantly feeding information in there, score updates, you know, highlights, you know, interviews, uh, photos of people all around. Because not just the, the, the players and the coaches, you know, people like Eric Slaughter, who's going to join us on the other side of the glass here in a little bit. He went and interviewed the principal, you know, down at Westlake while he waited for the fish sandwich. Because we always talk about the Westlake fish sandwich. No, man, the, the, the fish sandwich, the fish sandwich at Westlake is real. A lot of people don't believe me. We're gonna talk with Eric in a little while. He's gonna tell you the fish sandwich at Westlake is a real thing. Now, hang on a second. At the school, you talking about the lunch ladies? No, you know, the way man, they met? at the okay. game on okay, Friday night. Okay, well, I'm just saying, you know, you know. And he said there was a long line. Now, Cam Newton was at the game. Cam Newton went to Westlake. He was at the game, but I don't think he had to wait for a fish sandwich if he wanted one. I, I don't know. That make Cam wait. Well, he's like not that. in training camp, so yeah, yeah, he probably had one. He probably had two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But 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 uh, this is part of the fun of, of Friday night and, and get a chance to chat with some of the coaches. Who, and some coaches who had some big wins. I mean, some teams in the area, you had one down through the years and you expect them to win. Uh, one we talked with, a single out one, Coach Greg Barnett. From out of Columbia. Um, Columbia went all the way down to Camden County and they came back with a win. A surprise for a lot of people because Camden County beat them pretty badly last year when they played them. Uh, but it shows here's another team from DeKalb County you might want to keep your eye out for this season uh, as we just getting started. So it was a lot of fun uh, putting together from 7 to midnight. That's where we're going to be on Friday nights when people to make sure and check out the scoreboard show. Me and Chris Parker going to be there. And then I was hung out with Chris all yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you went, well. Let me take take a breath for a second here, right. uh, Sam and Greg. Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Before you get to what you and Chris the nonsense y'all got into, got uh, two things. One is we are going. You weren't here yesterday, and I could not promote this enough. And I wanted to because I felt bad when we got off the air last week, and I and I talked about this. And and there's a couple things I want to make clear. One is, and Eric, I want you to jump in here too. If you got a second, if you don't, I understand. I was recapping. It, w- it was like a proud parent, man. That that you have you've done other things. You know, you're there for signing day and so on and so forth. But last year was the first year of you getting a show, your own. It, it, I know it had a different name, but it was technically your show. And I couldn't have been happier for you. And I didn't make mention of it uh, that much last year because 
It's radio, and a lot of things in radio don't last. Well, it was so successful last year, they brought it back this year. But I don't think I really articulated how proud and happy I was for you doing this show. And the buzz from everybody at the station and people talking about this, waiting for this show. And the reason I, I felt like I hadn't done enough is because you go over and above for me when I talk, you know, when I get a commercial here or get a movie role there or whatever I'm doing, or even when I'm, you know, with Ramona on, on V103 and, and the little segments I do at Canon with, with Casting Call, you support me up and down in every way possible. And when I'm not here, you even mention it. Well, that's what it. you do, man. Okay, but I'm saying I hadn't done that last week, and I felt, I felt bad, and I wanted to make sure I let you and our audience know how happy I am for you to get this because, and then I told a story about, you know, again, how we used to talk about this years ago when we first started working together, how you should wrap your arms around it. And I didn't want it to sound like I was taking credit for it, you know, but just this is the, this is the you know, how organically you just sort of became this person. Mentioned how our boy Ken Rodriguez was the only other game in town really doing high school. You know, he's retired. God bless him. We love him and everything. But it's now you. And there may be some offshoots, but there's nothing compared to what you guys are doing on Friday nights. And I wanted to make that, uh, I want to say that to you, and I wanted to say it over the air, and, and we'll continue to. Also, we played your replay, yep. the okay. Jamal Lewis oh, school days. School days. Yeah. couple times. Okay. Because we wanted the audience, you know, if you don't radio a little bit, you get different audiences depending on the time of day. So we played it. We're going to play it again today, later on in the show. But... Or actually, top of this upcoming hour, 7 o'clock hour, we're going to replay School Days. The One of the biggest segments of the high school scoreboard show is when Sam and Chris talk to a big-name football player, but not about what he did in the pros or what he did in college, about what they did here at uh, playing football, high school football here in the state of Georgia. That interview, by the way, rests on that Twitter page you just mentioned, correct? I believe so. I don't know if we put it there yet or not. I mean, we got to get some things, pull, pull things from the show. We're going to launch him out during the course of the week. We but it'll eventually live there. Yeah. It'll eventually should, live there. Should, should be there. And before you go on real quick here, hey. uh, and you've talked about it, could you give a shout-out to your correspondents, man? You mentioned Oh, Chris, man, but- we got guys doing everything. One of them is on the other side of the glass, Eric Slaughter. Like I said, he was out at Westlake uh, keeping an eye on Cam Newton in the fish sandwich. Saw a tremendous game. <laughs> saw a tremendous game. Day-Day Lewis uh, saw a great game, a great comeback out at South Gwinnett. Pebble Brook, it was fantastic to see him going out there. And, uh, you know, Steve Gagliano was working as well, had a big game uh, with West. Stevie G. Yep. He was, he, he was over at, at Marist against uh, Gainesville, which Gainesville, you know, wins that game and a uh, great debut for Coach, uh, for coach uh, Niblett, Josh Niblett, who's come over from Hoover, Alabama. He left the folk in Alabama, came over to Georgia. Smart. Good team. And, uh, you know, they're off to a winning start. So it was great to have them out covering those games. And, you know, uh, it was out this week. Dil- Dylan Matthews will be in the house with us. You know, as well going forward, and Garrett Chapman as well. Garrett was on the other side of the glass Friday night. That's uh, that's our crew that gets out and gets after yeah, them Friday night, and they go. make a difference. Um, you know, it really makes a difference with them being there, you know, bringing the personalities there, talking what's happening in the game, finding people around the game. Sometimes it's a principal, sometimes it's an athletic director, sometimes it's somebody in the, the PA announcer, uh, or it could be somebody in the concessions. You know, those are people mm-hmm. who make it go every Friday night. Um, and brings the flavor of high school football to each and every community uh, around our area. Again, just, um, just uh, again, you just couldn't be prouder for you, man. And this is the you got you getting the cobwebs knocked off. Shows you know like like the uh, the inaugural show was this Friday, but everyone thereafter will get better, as you said. The website or the uh, the Twitter page is growing. 
That's where these interviews, these school days, will live. So if you miss them one week, you can go back and check them out again. I just have one question for you, yeah. and I don't think we have time to get into it. Yeah. And Eric can probably jump in here too. Why the hell didn't Walton kick a field goal and just tie up against Mill Creek? <laughs> why? Why? I, was, I couldn't believe it. I was screaming at the TV all this last second, and we had Matt Stewart was calling the game, and all this fumbling and bumbling, and he's going to throw it here. It could have just kicked the field goal, couldn't it? Or I'm missing something. It would have been a real long one. I, I, I tell you, I got tired of counting all the points that they were putting on the board. Yeah, so yeah, it was going. It was, but mean, it was three points behind, forty-four to forty-one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were, and they moved the ball down. He was inside around the thirty. I get it. But if you're going to lose the game, don't do it on some crazy play. Quarterback couldn't even get rid of the ball. Reminded right. me of somebody else who used to play quarterback here yeah. and got tackled in the backfield. And but, he, had, he, he had a big game. I get, both quarterbacks spent like they, 400 yeah. yards. 400 yards. It was 1,000 yards combined. That was a heck of a high school football game. Really I'm just like, kick the field goal, man. You, you, even if you miss it, it's still going to be better than some crazy lateral play you're going to try and do. That's just me. You're going to tie it, man. You go for the win. You're going for the win. Okay, well. Didn't work. I'm just saying. I just got me screaming at high school football. See, this is what you do. You got me <laughs> screaming at high school football games. You know, We're not done talking about it here. Sam and I, we're just getting started on this Sunday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Big win last night out at Truist. We're going to talk about what the Braves are up to. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Grissom unloads on one, sending it deep to left field. Back and gone! How about the youth movement in Atlanta tonight? Pena for Houston. Now it's Grissom for Atlanta. One to one in the fifth. In the air to right. Racing over Tucker. That's going to get to the gap and one hop the wall to score Horadian. Michael Harris has an RBI double and he's the tying run in scoring position in the 10 for Atlanta. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back together on this Sunday morning, 21st day of August. We say to you good morning again. I ask this question as we listen to Bruno get faded down. Realistically, who's hotter right now? Harris, Harrison Grissom or Bruno Mars? Yeah, I don't know, man. They're right there neck and neck, I really believe. The kids are all right. The kids are all right. Wow, I'll give, give you a dollar if you can tell me whose album that was. Oh, I'm forgetting that. Name of that album. Who, who's was Well, it? now it just left my mind. Go oh, ahead. wow. See, look at that. No, no, no. It's an album. It's an album cover. Anyway, uh, album name. Uh, I want to say The Who, but I don't think that's – I could be wrong. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, the kids are all right. Did you get a chance to see it? I know you got sparks coming off your heels, man. No, nah, but- well, I, I was able to just monitor the score. I'm just looking at my phone, picking up my phone every night, and I saw the game was tied up, and then it's tied again, and I'm like, my goodness, how long are they going to play? And uh, they get it done in 11 last night. Braves get the win 5-4. So they've won this series. Today they go for a sweep. Can they get a sweep of the Astros? And a lot of people say, well, it's a replay of the World Series. Nah, it's not really, not the exact same teams. Um, But, you know, this is one of the teams you want to beat. You got, you know, you knew this series was coming up after a big-time Mets series. Uh, You wanted to do well in that when you took uh, three out of four. And then you go into a game that's a rematch, basically, uh, of the same two teams that play for the World Series, and you're taking the first two games. By the way, I want to thank uh, MLB on Fox for the sound for that one. Yeah, and the, and the best part about it is they've already won the series, 
And they got a chance to sweep these dudes because they ain't going to see Verlander. Ain't going to see Verlander. It was kind of interesting. I was watching the game last night, right? And there was every once in a while this happens. And boy, was their pitcher love going back and forth on the broadcast between Verlander, they interviewed him for a minute, and John Smoltz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys, they, they sit in a, in a space that my, not many people can occupy. That's true. Now, Verlander ain't got the gold jacket yet. I would imagine he's going to get that. But just the career that the two of them have, talking about the adjustments that they have both made mid-career, well, not necessarily mid-career, but during their career. Smoltz, of course, having the surgery and then having going, have to go to the bullpen uh, and then became just the, the <laughs> baseball's top closer uh, during that time. But it was it was fun. I, but, Sam, listen, they got to the 11th inning last night. I, I had to shut it down. Because I knew I had to get up here, and I was like, okay, I'll find out in the morning if they didn't come back and, and tie Houston and all that. Because Houston got a couple runs, and, and they're back going and got an extra innings. And I just like, oh, man. All right, if I stay up and then they lose, I'm going to be mad as you know what. So I'm going to go to sleep here. And yet they came back. Yep, they no got it yes, done. They did. Yes, they this, did. These are the kinds of wins that teams that win championships have. You can't explain why. There's no reason why you should get the W, but you do. Yeah. And you get production for people. And, again, getting back to the broadcast, Smoltz and those guys were talking about how Houston got it done. And and say what you will about them. By the way, that was the first time I heard Cheater coming out of the Atlanta stands when Atuve came up. Wow. Yeah, they were it wasn't it wasn't loud loud, but it was enough to where it came across the TV. People have not forgotten. No, they ain't forgotten. You know. Um, especially when you are up to bat trying to beat the team that, you know, that won it all last year and you went up against and lost in the World Series. Yeah. So they, they got you know, they feel a certain way about this dude. First time Strider faced these guys and uh It was you a know, pitcher's too. It, it really but he goes six, he goes six full innings. Uh, scatters three hits, surrenders one run, strikes out nine. Yeah, he was. It yeah. was, it was yeah. a great game to watch. It really was. I was enjoying. I'm sorry you missed it. I'm sure I missed some good high school games, but that that was that was fun to watch. And can I ask you another question on a more lighter note? What do you think the little side? I don't even know what to call it. Associated with a winning team is going to be. In other words, last year it was the pearls. With Jock Peterson. Right. This year, it's Strider's mustache. They're giving out fake mustaches when you come into the game. You got to wonder what is going to happen. But every year, you know, they, like, they, they lag on to something. And maybe doing that is that little magic bullet that helps them win it all. I don't know. I'm just I'm, – I'm having some fun here. With you know, this, it's but. something else that goes along to, to, with, with, with that particular team. And it's something that yeah, people will, will hang on to and will remember. It's been photographed and people will remember the fun they had associated with it. Now, if you get to go all the way and get back to the – to the World Series, it becomes even more endearing and just part of the lore of this season's team. Uh, yeah. that, that personality, that, that that little you know signature or thing that made it different, separated this team from the others. And and yet, when you when you think about it, we can have some more fun with this. So you can say, "Wow, imagine the pictures that would happen after that World Series." And if they want to pay tribute to the last two years, that would really reach out to a certain community in town here, where you got a, you got big strapping men with fake mustaches and pearls on. There you go. There <laughs> so you I go. can't wait for that picture. I can't wait for it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. But in all seriousness here, what must Alice Anthopoulos be struggling with? And it's a good thing. But you got, as we started this segment off talking about the young guns, Harris is locked in. We talked about that. But what are you going to do with Grissom? 
You're going to play him. You're going to play him. I mean, obviously, you're yeah. going to play him. You're you, going to, you but more importantly, you, you got to keep him. But where are you going to put him when Ozzy comes back? We talked about that yesterday with Corey McCartney. Ozzy ain't going nowhere. And you definitely don't want to trade him and you want to keep this young nucleus. Yes, the question is what is Dansby Swanson going to command? Because he could command a lot, but does he. F- wanted you know give him as they say the hometown hometown discount and be a part of this special infield for the next upcoming years and then what do you do then with again with Grissom because you got Harris's spot he's locked in there what do we do with the outfield Corey actually brought up yesterday the <laughs> remember these days when they move chipper to left field just to he keep did, him in the did, lineup did, did, did for a time I mean the, the Braves have done that from time to time with players with varying degrees of success I, I was telling somebody the other day, you know, okay, so this guy's a second baseman. There was a second baseman that came to the Braves back, back in the in the 80s who would look like he could hit for power and speed. They figured he was going to be a 30-30 man. This man, they said, could have been the next Joe Morgan. Who am I talking about? Uh, I don't know. That's a good tease. I don't know. Who are you I'm, talking about? I'm talking about, about Ron Gant. Oh. Ron Gant came up as second. They moved him to third. It was a disaster. That's right. Yeah. It was a disaster. He didn't do well fielding. His batting average dropped. He's, he, and I'm working on Augusta at the time. I'm working on Augusta, Georgia. Ron Gant comes to town with a sumpter brace. He went down to single A to learn to play outfield and had to work, come back up through the system. I'm just saying, no, do, do right. you, you, you can do that. Could, could you do that with Grissom? Will you take the chance with getting him and challenging him to take on a new position? You have a need in left field, and, and that's the thing. He has the speed, obviously, to do that, that type thing. Would he be able to make that transition from infielder exclusively to being able to help you in left field to keep that bat and that speed uh, in, in the lineup each and every day? I absolutely it, believe he could. Absolutely. This kid looks like he's a play. He, he, you know, in basketball, it's called a gym rat. The guy who is just he's there before the lights come on. He's ready to go. This kid is a gym rat for baseball. He just he looks like he's always out there on the playground playing. Well, well, like I said, we, we we've seen it before and it didn't go so well. So that's why I'm that's why I'm saying. Who was that dude that came here that we that we got to play third base and move Chipper out there? I was trying to think of his name. I could look it up in a second or maybe Eric could, but and yeah, he wasn't no better third baseman than Chipper could have been. Uh, but that was his position. Oh, it was uh, ah, not important. Didn't last. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't. It but didn't I'm, like, I'm saying this was somebody that was already in the organization that, that came up through the Braves, you know, farm system. Right. No, you're right with Ron Gantz. You, know, you know what I mean? So that, that's that's the thing I'm talking about with that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game dot com. Hey, did you? Uh, speaking of baseball, did you see? Um, you know about Bill Lee, right? Remember the spaceman? Yeah, man? we were talking about how he had come out of the stands and. Pitch for the Savannah Bananas. He had a little had an episode that was uh, collapsed. Yeah, and, in the bullpen, uh, and they they uh, were able to, you know, resuscitate him and whatnot. And but but then that's that's got to be a little bit of a scary moment. It was. He's okay on now, or as good as he can be. He's, he's back breathing and everything. Seventy five years old. He's one of the stars of the Savannah Bananas. I I could probably get front row seats at a Braves game before I could get tickets to the Savannah Bananas. Now they are they, so popular. Yeah. And there's so few tickets to go around. It's not like they're playing in, in, in Truist. So, yeah, that was one of the stories from yesterday. The other one is this, and this is a big deal, man. And I know the Braves are going to take – they're getting ready to start a six-game road trip. When they come back for a little bit, they then take the last West Coast road trip, all right, of, their, of the season. Uh, is it West, is it, and then there's one more after, is it after that. I don't, I don't have the schedule in front of me here. But the point is this. These guys coming up are going to have a series against the Cardinals. 
Okay, so it's this trip. I'm sorry. Pittsburgh, and then they go to St. Louis. I want every Braves pitcher to groove one to Albert Pujols every time. I don't, you you that dude? I don't know if you have to right now, the way he's hitting. He hit two yesterday. He's four behind A-Rod. I don't care what he does. I don't care if he Just pass A-Rod. That's all we want him to do. We want A-Rod looking up at Albert Pujols as far as. He goes back to St. Louis to, to have a swan song for his career, and he's discovered the fountain of youth all of a sudden. I know, and he said because he, he's playing with he's playing with house money, and he knows he's not coming back this year. Or next year. He knows he's not coming back. And he's getting all this love this year. I could not be happier. Because there's been a few people who have been all-time greats during this period of time when everybody gets, you know, starts looking at folks with a skunk eye and 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 thinking, oh, he did this. But I can't remember ever hearing PEDs or anything like Tatis, you know, he'd gone for 80 games. Uh, I haven't heard any of that attached to Albert during his time. Griffey was another one. It's true. These That's guys true. never, for whatever reason, they aged the way you thought they should age. Albert will always look at. He's he's he's, he's bigger than he's ever been, but he got a puncher's chance at a home run every time he comes to the plate. Yeah, he does. And, and uh, they seem to I'm be sure grooving. The folks in St. Louis are loving it. Oh, and then they're in first place right now. Yep. So imagine this dude on the big set. Well, now we don't want him to pass up the Braves, but we would mind a, you know league championship series against these guys, and then we you know, we beat them. But Albert being on the big stage one and more time. And that would be so special. Wasn't that, it, that's the, 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 To me, special. It's, it's, I've been at St. Louis in playoff time. I know the vibe in that city when, oh, when that team's yeah. playing playoff. is like nowhere else. And uh, I think this young Braves team would really – uh, you know, enjoy that competition. I mean, they love to play wherever it's the postseason. Yeah, you're going to play wherever. But to get a chance to play postseason baseball and have a, a series against St. Louis would be simply magnificent. I All think. right, let me, let me tell you what we got coming up here as we uh, in the first segment of our show, or second segment of our show. Coming up top of the hour, we're going to replay the school day segment from Sam and Chris Parkers and everybody else attached to the show, the high school scoreboard show. They are going to have a special guest every Friday night. And stop me if I'm describing this uh, the wrong way, Sam. But you had right out of the shoot an all-time great, a Super Bowl champion, Jamal Lewis. But did you spend time talking about Baltimore and Cleveland? Nah, no. no. Did you talk about time at Tennessee, that, that one year he spent with Peyton Manning? No. No. Nope. It's all about their time playing high school football here in Georgia. And it's so refreshing. And he couldn't have sounded more appreciative of folks like you that are talking high school football. A great interview. We're going to replay that coming up at the uh, top of the hour. John Grant is going to join us. Yep. This is a big, we got a big event coming up next week, right? Absolutely. We got a big event, MEAC Swag Challenge, Alabama State, and Howard uh, coming to, uh, to, to over Georgia State. At Center Park Stadium, and I think it's gonna gonna be big. Um, once again, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Have him talk about that game because a lot of people talk about the SWAC, SWAC teams, but the teams from the MEAC uh, last year swept both MEAC SWAC Challenge and the Celebration Bowl. And Eric Slaughter, you, you what you think about that coming up this weekend? You had a chance to talk to one of the coaches, right? I've had a chance to talk to both coaches, and we may have a chance to talk to both of them again coming up next week. Um, I think that uh, it's going to be a great game. Howard's rebuilding, so I do think that the SWAC may have an edge on this one, but two great programs, so looking forward to it. Got Corey McCartney joining us, going to talk more Brave stuff, and Miles Garrett, who is boots on the ground up there in New Jersey. Covering the Falcons, get ready for Monday night, Falcons and the Jets. Speaking of the Falcons, Sam and I, along with Eric, we're going to talk a little Falcons up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. 
Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Sunday morning. I'm glad you're with us. Uh, wherever you may be around the area. Boy, a lot of rain last night. I left the game last night. It was raining. Sheets. Man, just hard. Puddles on the freeway. Hope everybody made it where they needed to go safely and uh, man, hopefully be clear and have that rain blow out of here today. Uh, this reminder for you, dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former Major League players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Our previous guests include Gary Sheffield, former Atlanta Brave, uh, Larry Boa, uh, manager, uh, former player and manager of the Phillies. Uh, unload, uh, download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I will be back. <laughs> the news has happened, and everybody who, you know, I mentioned this last week, the first week, but uh, and other folks out there have dealt with this. My lady was down with COVID, and um, it, she, she has just been miserable these last X amount of days, and she finally tested negative. But, you know, as is the case, the protocols that uh, being what they are, Wanted to make sure that you – and there was no way last week I was coming there. Uh, and I have tested negative. I, I continued to test negative. But in close proximity to anybody, you know, I was a couple jobs at, you know, commercials that I had to, you know, back off from, whatever. But that's just the nature of the beast right now, right? But she's better. Uh, yeah. I, was telling, <laughs> I was telling Sam about this that maybe we should get Jesse tested. Because Jesse, man, <laughs> everybody that's got a dog knows this. When you are not feeling well, the dog somehow senses it, and they know. Um, and they, she was, she couldn't be two steps away from Tracy this whole time. She was right up on her, and uh, just making sure Mama was starting to feel better. But now I'm wondering because they say that dogs can catch COVID too, <laughs> so. Hey, listen. Speaking of Jesse, Eric got a chance to see Jesse yesterday. Really? While, while we're doing the show. A Jesse sighting. Eric, come on in here, man. You got to say. And, 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 and your comment was when you saw Jesse? Um, well, Jesse was nice and comfortable in, in, in her little bed. Uh, yeah. Uh, why, why we don't hear Jesse? And you said, because Jesse knows who's in charge. That's true. <laughs> but the thing about it is, she is such a different. Dog. Sam met Jesse when we first got Jesse. And again, Jesse was a rescue. Uh, these people in Dahlonega who. Just somebody should give them a, a award or trophy or at least a dinner or something. They do nothing but rescue abused animals. Oh, wow. Okay. So it ain't just like the rescue place. These specifically were abused animals. So the first year of Jesse's life, I can't even imagine. So when we got her, she was very skittish. Mm-hmm. She didn't trust anybody. Right. And it took a process. It took X amount of months for her, even for us, you know, playing with her. You know, she'd snap sometimes. But she's completely different, and I never seen a more cuddly pit bull than in my life. Now, she, now go ahead. Does Jesse wear like a little jewelry, a little bling bling? Every once in a while, I would hear a little like. Yeah, she's got a chain. Needle. Well, yeah. because and her collar, she's got, um, you know, her her, you know, vaccination. Gotcha. Thing tag, uh, and then there's a tag with her name on it. Right, her, her ID. And, gotcha. Yeah, her ID. So those two, that's what you hear clinging back. She's not walking around here like Zsa Okay, <laughs> little bling, bling, she, bling, she, bling. She ain't got all that. She just got you know something around you know something around her neck. But anyway, Jesse was spotted yesterday, Sam. So thought you, Eric's reaction to her. No, <laughs> Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game. I tell you what, she, she travels well. She is the good traveler, unbelievable traveler. And now it's just Jesse. Want to go bye bye? She's at the car and she stands in the back seat up on her like like King Midas. 
<laughs> she's just looking at everything, man. And she's just a, a completely different dog. You give love to an animal, man, you'd be surprised how they change. Um, but I want to mention this real quick. Coming up top of the hour, we're going to replay from uh, the high school scoreboard show, Sam Chris Parker's interview with their first guest on School Days, one of the most popular segments last year on the show, and it will probably take off even more well, we this got, year. We got, we got pressure this year. I mean, to top some of the folks that we had on last year, we, we really, I mean, we started, you know, we started out with Calvin Johnson last year, and that was like yeah, two Yeah, that's true. And that was two weeks, <laughs> that was two weeks after he got his gold blazer. Yeah. Well, you had to make a splash, and you made a splash. Yeah, we, we made a splash. And then we got some people who were known for excelling at another sport. We had Marquise Grissom on who we know is playing for playing baseball, but was a great high school football player in the area. How many people did you have to tell that Vaughn Grissom is no relation to Marquise Grissom? I'm still telling people every day, <laughs> at least two or three folk every day. At least two or three. Uh, you know, it's not. It's one of those things we don't mind, though. No. We don't mind. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, so anyway, we're going to replay his um, their interview with Jamal Lewis. Um last night and again it is all about his time playing high school football here in Georgia not Peyton Manning him in Tennessee not Ravens not the Browns and that's what you guys will focus on regardless of the name each week and what they did at the next couple levels if they made it to the pros so that's coming up at um, top of the hour but Falcons getting ready for Monday nights getting up um, they're already getting ready they, they, they were rumbling up there Friday man they had some yeah. some dust-ups there doing the during the workouts yep uh, with the Jets. Of course, these games, there's, there is contact, but there's no tackling uh, in this. not supposed to be um, in, the, in, in these workouts with them. But, I mean, it's it's kind of what you do in lieu of that not playing that fourth preseason game. Uh-huh. So uh, that's the thing. Which, to me, I don't know if you've noticed it or not, it's kind of thrown out of kilter that usual thing of having one particular game designated as the dress rehearsal game. We knew that and traditionally, and with four preseason games, that was always the third preseason game where your starters would play, most of them would play all of the first half, maybe a little into the second half. Uh, teams are doing it different ways. Some teams are playing their starters in this second game. You would think the second game might be that game. Right. And then you got some people like yesterday with the Colts, Matt Ryan didn't play at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, that, that, that part has changed of designating one particular week to be the week that you play all your starters. I mean, what, that, that's, that's kind of going. Well, this, this is a conversation that was obviously had because this is a byproduct of adding that 17th game. So what's more important to you? Being if you're, if, you're, if you're getting it done, especially veterans, if you're getting it done during training camp and they can see that you understand the offense, in Matt Ryan's case, going up to Indy and learning a new offense, and, and they feel comfortable with his knowledge and you know the years that he's played this position, once he get, it gets into game one, he'll be fine. Same thing with some other some other veterans in this league. So do you rest them? Because you know that just the wear and tear on all of those guys' bodies for a 17-game season? Well, you just, you you, you prefaced it with one particular word, I if. You know, what if. Well, that's true. What if you you don't? You you know, you're still going to rest that player and not put him out there at all to get some reps, some game time reps, some live, real live time reps. That's the thing that that I think all teams are, are, are wrestling with. A way to uh, to to get around that and and still uh, get the continuity, get, get the uh, you know everything uh, settled so with your team, so that when you do play that first game of the season, it doesn't look like you didn't do these things during the preseason. And I think that's what you you want ideally, but but not everybody's going to do that. 
Well, as we get ready for this game, and by the way, we're going to talk to Miles Garrett, Fox 5, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, who was up there in Jersey, getting ready for Falcons and Jets. I, for me, there's only one thing, and I'm going to be watching to see how much Desmond Ritter plays and, and continue to look like he did in that first game because now the Jets, it's all about the, the tape. We, we've talked about it with the young guns, with the Braves. As they move forward, there's going to be pitching staffs that are waiting to see these two guys come up to bat because they're going to give them something different than what they've seen. And the same thing with Desmond Ritter. The question is, how much is he going to play? How, you know, how long do they stick with Mariota throughout the season? Does he bring a different dynamic? Does Arthur Smith use a two-headed monster at that position? I don't know, but at least for the beginning of this next game, or however long he plays... It's going to be, all right, can you repeat what you showed us in the first game? For me. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what you want to and see. And the offensive line, of course. Can you protect them? <laughs> that's the other part, too, you know, against, against the Jets. I mean, but, you know, the cautionary tale is the team we're facing. Zach Wilson out for yeah. this game. You know what I mean? And that was a non-contact injury um, that he suffered there in the first preseason contest. You know, you, you're aware of that. You can't dwell on that because you know you have to do with your team to try to get them uh, get them uh, prepared and, and ready to go and be ready to face the Saints in, in the season opener. So that's the thing. You're going to have some more joint workouts uh, coming up, I think, coming up with, with, uh, with Jacksonville uh, before things get going. So, you know, you want to get the most out of this game. You're going to play as many people as you can. And once again, because this is a big part of the evaluation process. Because yes. in addition to the game, these joint workouts are also a chance for evaluation. Uh, you know, you've been going up against your, your teammates all this time. You are faced with some different folks with some different type schemes. Maybe not the same thing you're going to see in the game tomorrow night, but the idea is to make the most of this time. And so while you, you practice and work out, I think we're going to see a high number of people play in the game uh, tomorrow night, as well we should. Uh, there's still a lot of mysteries out there. There's still some things that you, that you need to see. Obviously, they are on both sides of the lines, both, both offensive and defensive line. Some guys got to show you some things. Uh, so you you watching for those things. That's the things I'm watching for coming into this game. Obviously, to see how that works, and also at, at some of the other wide receivers to see who else would might be a good target, a reliable target uh, for our for our, for our quarterbacks, whichever one it may be. You think they save the you know the good stuff for when they play their last preseason game here at home? And you know, it, 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 like I said, does that become the formula now, or is there a formula? I don't you know, know what there is. I don't. I, I think it's a it's a work in progress. As you yeah, said. you know what I mean. You got three preseason games. You got the workouts, the the, the joint workouts that you're going to do with two different teams. So you know how much stock do you put into a a live a live game to make it be like the third game traditionally was the uh, the basically the dress rehearsal. So you know we'll see. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom The folks up in New York, they got to work these next 24 hours because they got the they got the Giants playing today. Or should I say tonight? They're playing tonight against Cincinnati. Then they got to turn around and rip all that stuff down and, and paste up the Jets stuff. Yeah. Because the Jets play tomorrow night, both home games. And so these guys, yeah, they're going to have their work cut out for them, but I'm sure they got that down. I wonder how long that takes. You know, I was about to tell you. Ah, how about oh, that? that is hey. Eric Slaughter. Coming I've in watched here. the documentary of how they flip MetLife Stadium. It takes them about 10 hours, but it's not as hard as you would think. I mean, think about it. 
it's it's not like it was 20 years ago where they have to go out there and scrub that paint off the floor, off the grass and whatever mm-hmm. it is. I mean, they can they power wash it. It takes about two hours to power wash it, to let the field dry, and then they put the, the, the trace thing out there, whatever you call it, the sketch thing, and they re-put the logos out there. And in the – the sweet areas and the club areas, it really just hit a button and it flips the signs from wow. the New York Jets to the New York Giants. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. really that simple. I thought it was like a color and the colors too, because yeah, obviously it goes from green color. to blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, 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 it's all digital, but the, the part of, you know, pressure washing the field, whatever the process is of getting the, the Jets logo off and then putting the Giants logo on, it's not that hard. Now, the question is this. This is the real question. Would it be in preseason? Sometimes during the preseason, they might cut a corner. They may not even have the full green out for the Jets game and Giants games because sometimes they'll cut that corner. But if they do it, they've, they've, there's a documentary out there of how quickly it takes to do it. It's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a unique process. You know, I mean, mm. every stadium has that, that crew, that, uh, that game crew that will do it. They'll spend all night doing it, but it is not as hard as you think. But they're the, oh, them and the um, Chargers and Rams – are the, the only two, two that, yeah, they yeah. play in the same stadium. Yeah. But Nowadays. I would imagine I would imagine SoFi's transformation is a whole lot easier than what they got out there at MetLife. I mean, you, what? It's a, it's a, brand, ten, it's a newer ten, stadium. Ten, ten years or more to yeah, get ready for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they probably – everything's probably digital. But the same thing on that field part, you still got to pressure wash the, that one logo off, let it dry, and then mm-hmm. we put the new logo down. But it, it is not as hard as it used to be. Think about it, when we were at the, the Benz yesterday, you know, they had – Falcons out there Monday, and then United out there Wednesday, yeah, and then Cook right. and Kell out there for the weekend. You know they they flip that field so quickly that it was crazy. But they didn't. They, I saw the Corky Kell sign in, in fifty yard line. Yeah. Other than that, they, the end zones were were clean. Ooh, yeah. yeah, the end yeah. zones were clean, right? But like you said, even if they had to, they could have did the end zones. I mean, on Monday they had the, the Dirty Bird at the middle of, of the field. By Wednesday it was just a soccer field, and then by the weekend it was Corky Kell. Hmm. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Um, let's stick in this division for a second here, and I want to get your thoughts. That none of the dust has settled, and when we first heard the news, it was kind of crazy, but the more I think about it, I would not be surprised that to be the case. As we talk about the, the team that's you know picked to, to run away with this division or at least end up being the champion at the end of the season is Tampa Bay, and of course, when you talk Tampa Bay, you're talking Tom Brady and What's going to happen with him coming back? Do you believe, yes or no, that he could be away from the team to do this uh, mass singer that they've been talking about on Fox, a network that promised him over three hundred million when he shuts it down, and they're trying to get some work out of him? Uh, it, it could be, or you know, it could be something that he decided, agreed to do before he gave up, uh, you know, daddy carpool duties. You know, during that time when he thought he wanted <laughs> that he wanted to drive the kids to school every day, and decided, you know, I don't think I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 he could have done it then. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But I will not be surprised. By the way, I was right about that. I can't believe I was. That t- kids are all right. Was a who album? Was a who? There yeah, you go. Man, was hey. a who album? All that rock and roll stuck with me. Coming up, we're going to talk to John Grant in the seven o'clock hour. Get the uh, Miak uh, Swag Challenge is going to be next weekend. Eric's World. But up next, we are going to replay one of the top segments features from the high school scoreboard show mr crenshaw and chris parker had the pleasure of talking with super bowl champion tennessee alum but yet high school georgia high school football standout jamal lewis he was their interview yesterday or friday night we're going to replay it for you up next it's sam and greg sports radio 92.9 the game 92.9 the game.com take us with you on the odyssey app 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.